At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Another edition of Inside New Orleans. Happy St. Patrick's Day to each and every one of you. In my younger days, I would be out on Magazine and Third right now. Again, right there by 
Tracy's and Parasols till late in the night. Of course, growing up in uptown New Orleans, a tradition to head down to the channel on St. Patrick's Day. For those of you that are out and about enjoying, again, St. Patrick's Day, wherever you are in the city of New Orleans or across, again, the metropolitan area, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Hope, again, you're enjoying yourself. Uh, again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM on your Nash, uh, Nash icon on your radio dial. Don't forget, again, weekdays. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app on the digital platforms. Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base for on all podcasting platforms. Check it out on your favorite. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. You can reach me, uh, again, eric at ericasher.com uh, via email, or you can go directly to the website. You can click on um, an icon. It will take you right to uh, uh, my uh, email, and you can, uh, you can contact me via the, uh, via the website. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, we went off, as always, at 1 o'clock this afternoon uh, with um, – uh, and live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. Jeff Duncan was our guest from Fox 8 and also NOLA.com. Uh, there's a chance to check that out tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. And then 2 a.m. on The uh, Deuce on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. A shortened show today in terms of guests. Normally, again, on a Thursday, it's four guests. We've got three uh, Gary Smith's going to come in about 417 or so, and uh, and we'll talk some Tulane, UNO, Loyola with him. Uh, then we'll have Glenn Gilbo at 435. We're going to talk uh, uh, Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson, and also the LSU situation with Will Wade and, and the basketball program. Uh, and then Jordy Collada is going to join us for the Jordy Collada show at 535. And let me just say this. Glenn um, has one opinion on, again, what has happened and, what, and, and, and the penalties that should be forthcoming. Jordy has a whole different uh, uh, scope on his thoughts on on the on the, the penalties that LSU has received from the NCAA, and it'll be interesting to see again the difference between the both of them. And of course, I'll ask Jordy about the Deshaun Watson situation. And look, this is fluid. Uh, we've been waiting now for two days for Deshaun Watson to make up his mind. Um, there are some that believe he'll make up his mind today. There are some that believe he will not make up his mind until the weekend. So, you know, again, I'm not going to sit here for the rest of the week and just be and continue to, you know, uh, uh, constantly rebooting Twitter to be able to try to figure out what's going on here. Uh, when it comes, if it does, we, we'll, we'll go in that direction with the program, uh, but we'll keep you up to date on what's happening no matter what. I do want to say, again, today's program is brought to you by our good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And look, it's St. Patrick's Day. A lot of people go to the quarter. A lot of people go downtown. So you're heading downtown. Stop at one of the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, all in the quarter. Uh, Oceana at the corner of, uh, of Conti and Bourbon. Uh, of course, Mambo's is at 411 Bourbon Street. Right next door is the Hideout Bar. And, and of course, Old New Orleans Cookery is the 200 block of Bourbon Street. All are open right now. All are open late tonight. And all are serving a fantastic menu for you. Also, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All part, again, of the Oceana family of restaurants. And let me tell you, all of them are ready for you right now to come in and grab a great a cocktail. A lot of people out there, and just today's a, a day across this country where a lot of people just go out uh, and, and enjoy themselves. And, you know, again, uh, you want to top that off with a great meal, head on over to one of the Oceana family of restaurants like Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. You can have an incredible cocktail. When I say incredible cocktail, uh, while sitting in there, 
authentic French Quarter courtyard. Again, uh, right up against those picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Uh, again, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms and restroom. You can dine there, have your next event. Perfect place, again, to close a deal, go out with a, on date night, maybe friends, family getting together. Uh, again, they, a menu that has something for everyone. You can order online for delivery or check out more at nolacookery.com because it's always a great time. Uh, on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. And St. Patrick's Day is no different. So get out there and enjoy a meal at one of the Oceana Family Restaurants. Oh, look, a few of those great cocktails as well. All right, just some quick notes on, uh, on what we know right now as of as of today. Again, the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes continue. Um, rumors are that uh, uh, that Cleveland was, was told today that they are no longer in the mix. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything to Baker Mayfield. He has requested a trade. He wants to either go to the Colts or Seattle. Uh, the Browns have said they're not going to trade him. Now, remember, Mayfield's in the last year of his deal. Also, rumors have Carolina out of the mix now, that it's just between Atlanta and New Orleans. We'll see how that plays out. Mrs. Benson did fly to Atlanta to meet Deshaun Watson in person last night. Um, now, the Saints have cleared uh, enough cap room to be able to take on Watson's contract. They cleared $29.9 million of cap space uh, this morning, actually yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening. Uh, Taysom Hill, Demario, Jen- Demario uh, Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, and Roby all renegotiating their deals uh, to help the Saints get under the cap. The Saints have cleared $156 million of cap space without even having to cut a player. Uh, but again, it did, they, they, they did get stung a bit by, again, the waiting game here. And I talked about it a little bit yesterday, and it was a little bit frustrating. It is. Um, they, they have to eat $13 million in dead money from Toronto Armstead, another six another $3 million from, from Jameis Winston, and another 940000 from Traquan Smith. All those guys had dead money that, 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 are, that were uh, put in place because of the dummy years on their contract. So, again, they could help out with in previous years in terms of getting under the cap. Uh, that would have that would have been absorbed into the new contract if ultimately uh, they would have signed one before yesterday's uh, NFL New Year. Uh, that's not retrievable now. Okay, even if Armstead and Winston re-sign with the Saints, they're not getting that money back. Uh, Atlanta is on the clock as well. They have to pay Matt Ryan. Um, they have to pat, Matt, play Matt Ryan uh, a $7.5 million roster bonus on Friday. So the clock is ticking on the Atlanta Falcons as well, and they are deep. You want to talk about how the Saints were deep in terms of the contract hell with um, uh, with Drew Brees? Uh, well, they're, they're right there with Matt Ryan right now. Again, his contract is almost untradeable, but they'll have to ultimately if they, if they do win the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Uh, now, one other thing that came out today, Ross Jackson reported that Jameis Winston has had an offer on the table from the Saints. This is pre-Watson chase, right? Uh, he's also visited with the Colts. He said he plans on being a starter uh, somewhere this year. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out, especially, again, ultimately if Watson ends up signing with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that's probably not signing, but, again, getting traded to the Falcons. Let me, let me clear that up. Um, rumors have uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson as the main um, uh, uh, player that the Houston Texans want from New Orleans. Uh, Ruiz is also supposed to be included in that Watson deal. That's all conjecture at this point. Uh, everybody's been kind of watching Gardner-Johnson's um, uh, Twitter page today, he had a bunch of dots earlier. He, and he's changed some things around. People are going nuts on Twitter right now over it. You know, it is what it is. Um, now, if they were to, to trade Ruiz, they'd have a $7.4 million in dead money uh, against the cap. Uh, if it's if it's Gardner Johnson, uh, curiously, it's only 196000 right? Difference between uh, a second-round pick and I believe he was a fourth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, again, sustem- suspension is looming for Watson. 
six games based on NFL history. Uh, if so, again, that $35 million base salary that the Saints are going to have to take on will drop to $22.5 million this year. Remember last year he was paid $10.4 million by the Texans to sit out. That was his salary last year, but, but again, uh, was not suspended by the NFL. So even though he sat out, he was not suspended by the NFL. Now, look, I said this already. If Watson chooses New Orleans, they're going to immediately restructure his $35 million uh, base salary to a signing bonus. That's going to open up cap room uh, as well uh, for the Saints. So if not, and I'm going to talk about this in hour number two, uh, if Watson chooses uh, um, uh, elsewhere, uh, Atlanta, for example, Saints need to still need a starting quarterback. Um, uh, you know, and then even if he does choose New Orleans, they need a starting quarterback. So either way, and you say, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Well, he's going to be suspended six games. So what are you going to have, Taysom Hill run the, run the offense? Give me a break here. First of all, he's coming off Liz Frank injury. Um, you know, he, you know, he's more of a better jack-of-all-trades uh, player than, than a quarterback. Uh, so what do you do then? Um, Marcus May's cap hit this year is $2.6 million, which is good for the Saints because it keeps it low. Ty Montgomery will no longer be a Saint. He signs a two-year deal with the Patriots, up to, up to $4 million. Traquan Smith is moving on. He's visiting the Falcons today. And there are rumors now that after the Rams have signed Allen Robinson today, that, uh, that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and the Saints have mutual interest once again. So, again, there's a, lot, there's a lot of talk about Jarvis Landry, a lot of talk about Odell Beckham. I don't think you can afford both. We'll see how that plays out when it's all said and done and who will be the quarterback. With that said, let's head to the guest line. That's your update on what's happening with the situation uh, with um, Deshaun Watson that we know of right now. Again, anything can change within the next, uh, you know, uh, by 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, But we'll keep you informed as that happens uh, on the program. All right. Gary Smith. Uh, again, of the Wave Report, Nolo.com, the Times-Picayune, and, of course, a guy that uh, that knows Tulane uh, athletics. But not just that. He does a great job on this program covering everything. He covers UNO for us, uh, he, uh, the, the Loyola Wolfpack. Tulane, if it's local, he's got me covered, and he's got you covered as well. Gary, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? Thanks for having me on the show, Eric. I'm glad to be here. Uh, always good. Gary, uh, can, can I get your take before we get started? Deshaun Watson, yeah. thoughts? Uh, uh, again, uh, are, are, are <laughs> I mean, would you, know, you rather stay away I, from it? Yeah, I understand both sides on the Deshaun Watson issue. I'm not going to argue with anybody who has some objections to getting him, um, but he is an elite quarterback in the prime of his career. You don't get elite quarterbacks in the prime of their career ever in trade. So that, <laughs> when 26, so it, if you take away the legal stuff, it's a no. It's it, it, it's a no brainer. Um, he's uh, I actually covered the guy. I actually wrote an article on him when he won the first of his two Peyton Manning awards. Uh, um, uh-huh. Awards. Um, he was. He seemed like a great guy at the time. He certainly had never had a problem with teammates before. I'll leave. The, I mean, I, I again, I understand some people, the people that have some issues with, with his off the field stuff right now. But in terms of the football decision. Even if he's suspended for six games, eight games, it's a decision you have to make because he's 26 years old. I mean, I mean Russell yep. Wilson's 35 years old. He just went to Denver. Right. Um, this this is a guy. He's absolutely in the prime of his career for another 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, if if uh, if the Saints are convinced that that uh, he would that that he'll he'll be okay, I I, I think it, it, it's the right move football wise. But but we'll have to see how I, everything. I think, plays I think out. they're all in, Gary. I think that they've proven yeah. they're all in. Yeah, they have. Miss Benson up yeah. on a Wednesday yeah. night up to Atlanta mm-hmm. after you've talked yeah. to him in Houston tells you all you need to know. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a matter of if, if if they can get it, if they can pull it off. Um, but uh, if, yep. if if they get him, they have a better quarterback situation than anybody could have envisioned a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the truth. That's the truth. The issue is is the off the field stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, again, that, that will feel, no, that, well, that will be a that yeah. will be a topic for a long time to come mm-hmm. if he ends up here in New Orleans. But Tulane yep. got some really good news this week, and when I flipped open uh, as I often do again, well, as I do daily, to be able to check out your uh, your articles and all. That comment. I see Darius Hodges yeah. is coming yeah. back. Uh, that that is really great news for the Tulane football team. Yeah, I got tipped off on it last week, and then that he would be showing up at practice Saturday. I actually put the news on my website, but because I was in Fort Worth, Texas at the time, <laughs> covering the Tulane men, I wasn't comfortable writing a story for the um, for for Noah that comment at that point. But it is definitely official now. Second straight year. This never happens, Eric. It never happens. It almost never happens once. <laughs> And it happened last year with Jeffrey Johnson entering the portal and then changing his mind. That one, I was told, as you know, I, I was told right away that that one wouldn't stick. This one, everybody thought was going to stick. I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what changed, but it, it's a huge piece for Tulane because, uh, again, Darius Hodges led the American Athletic Conference with 16 and a half tackles for loss last year as a redshirt freshman. You don't replace guys like that. You just don't. You can put you can put bodies on the field in their position, but you don't replace guys like that. And the fact that he's coming back for Tulane is is a huge deal. No doubt about it. Now, again, you've had a chance to be able to check out spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything stuck stick out to you up to this point? Yeah, no, you know, I really, I haven't seen it that much um, because I was out of town last week, so I missed the okay. Saturday practice. And then this Tuesday, they thought it was going to rain, and they moved their practice to the Saints indoor facility, so that was closed. I did catch the last hour of practice today where they weren't doing a, a, a whole lot. But, yeah, I'd say the biggest difference is the offense looks more confident. It, yeah, again, it's the beginning of spring. But last year, they um, – they were having problems completing passes consistently, which which has kind of been a recurring theme in the Willie Fritz era in, in spring. And this year they're completing everything, um, both um, which uh, and this really people say, well, that means the defense is in trouble. But I'm talking about mm-hmm. accurate passes. If even without much window, Michael Pratt is is making them repeatedly. And again, I think I mentioned it on your show last week. He, he's got a little pressure in the in the form of Carson Haggard, a true freshman yeah. from also from Florida. Um, Carson Haggard doesn't look big enough to be a guy that could play right away this year. But in terms of skills, again, I, I'm serious. I've seen two practices, and I'm not sure I've seen him throw an incomplete pass um, in the in the 11 on 11 drills. And today, he finally threw one that didn't look like a dart on a sideline about 20 uh, a deep out like 25 yards down the field to uh fat watts and i was like uh-oh that could be an interception and it hit watts in the hands for 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 a big game he's he's got such a quick release and as willie fritz mentioned to me last week that's half the battle everybody gets enamored with arm strength but if it takes you a while to get that pass out of there it dilutes it he, he it is it's one of the fastest releases you'll see in a quarterback and uh so between him and michael pratt i'd say that the, the thing that stood out for me is just the the, the, the accuracy of the of the quarterbacks and 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 Pratt had problems with accuracy last year, but after he got injured with his shoulder being being dinged up, there were a lot of passes he threw that were off target, and I have not seen that um, in the few practices that I've watched this spring. What's Ibietta's future? 
Yeah, I, that's a good question. I mean, he's he's out there. He's just not a hundred percent right now, and 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 that's that's yeah. not his fault. <laughs> he he had a um, a torn labrum last. I think I mistakenly referred yes. to it as a clavicle somewhere, but it was a torn mm-hmm. labrum. Um, he's only at seventy percent right now. He, he's out there. He's made some good throws. Um, mm-hmm. He's not looked as good as Pratt, but if, I mean, it, but that's that's the reality when you're not a hundred percent anyway. But it, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah, that guys aren't that patient these days anymore. And yeah, Michael Pratt still has plenty of eligibility left. Carson Hager's a true freshman, so we'll see how things play out this year. You, you never know, but I definitely, if, if 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 Pratt stays healthy and is the starting quarterback this year, I don't know whether Justin Ibietta stays around to. Ne- never knowing whether he's going to be the yeah, starter. Yeah, I, I mean that's 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 the way it is today, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you, what's going on with Tulane baseball? Look, they, they, they beat Mississippi State. Uh, I believe they beat Louisiana Tech, right? And, and now they're yeah. like five in a row. They've lost. They lost to LSU Look, seven, seven yeah. to five the other night. What's going on with the Rings? They finally they they snapped that string last night because they have a five week. They they beat Nichols State at home. Um, okay, that's right. No, they did play Nichols last your night. Your guess is better. I have no idea. I mean. Look, first of all, there's no excuse for it. I mean, again, the the <laughs> the pitchforks. They they win a series against Louisiana Tech. They win a series against Mississippi State, and then they completely embarrass themselves against a three and ten Evansville team. And the pitchforks are out, and people are act, acting like Travis Jewett's the worst coach in the history of the world. That kind of stuff. Well, it's still the same yeah. team. Now, I'll say that still, there's no excuse for that performance. There's no there's no sugarcoating it. I was not there for the doubleheader on, on on Saturday. I got back for the Sunday game where they lost 15 to five and made five errors. Four in one inning in the ninth inning where they were clearly dispirited. Um, it wasn't a good look, but they're better than that. They showed it against LSU in a basically even game, um, and and we'll find out whether that caught I me. Mean, obviously, that could cost them big time. I will say this: Evansville probably is not a good team. They're not supposed to be a good team. They won their midweek game last night, twenty to four. So that's four straight wins. The best right. thing that can happen for Tulane is for Evansville to turn out to be a pretty good team um, yeah, and and and, and, on, and see man. what happens down there. There are making they're making some changes. They've they've moved to they they've changed their Friday starter. They're putting Siegel, a true freshman, in, in, in the role this Friday against Villanova because he's been untouchable in his eight outings this year in, in relief. They're not standing pat, that's for sure. That they Travis Jewett understands that last weekend was not an not an acceptable performance. And and at the end of the day, if Tulane wins a bunch of games this year, they'll be okay because they'll have those Louisiana Tech and Mississippi State series wins on their resume, which they did not have last year. But if that series last, if the series last year was a sign of last week was a sign of what's going to come, then obviously they're huge concerns. But we'll, we'll find out pretty soon. Gary, with the resurrection of the Tulane basketball program, a lot of people believe Ron Hunter may be on the move to a bigger program. Uh, what's your gut? Yeah, I don't think that's happening for a couple of reasons. Look, I'm not, if he were offered a job at, say, a Georgia in his, in his home state, which there have been some rumors for, yeah, that's that's very tempting. But I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like he really has enough on his resume um, for that offer to actually actually happen. Tulane, I think Tulane's going to have a huge year next year, but the reality is Tulane finished one game under 500 this year. That, that's a pretty tough sell at a program, and it's not going to be Georgia now anyway because they are. Mm-hmm. You can tell I've been busy recently because they, they hired Mike White, but they hired White, White from Florida yeah. for that job. We'll have so, to, we'll, yeah. Again, would, so would look pretty that, good with an LSU uh, coaching shirt yeah, on, by I'll the way. I'll say this. Look, if he gets a huge pay raise for a program where he thinks he could win at, then it's mm-hmm. possible. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think he's going to get that offer, but he absolutely loves this team. He doesn't just like this team. He right. feels like the team he has now – a lot of people disagree. A lot of people feel like Tulane needs to bring in a six, you know, a, a big man who can rebound to clear up that deficiency. Ron Hunter feels like he, he he'd love to bring in a guy like that, but he feels like he can make the NCAA tournament with the roster he has now. 
all of which is returning. Um, and uh, he's it, the, the team, they have great chemistry. He loves the way they play. He loves this basketball team. So unless it was some knockdown offer coming from a program where he wants to live and thinks he can win at, then he's, right. he's sticking around. And I just don't I, don't, I don't see him getting, I thought Georgia was the only possibility and that's no longer in the cards. Uh, Gary Smith with us for a couple more minutes. Gary, let's let's um, let's talk about um, um, UNO. They're in Portland. They're, they're in the uh, first round of the basketball yeah. classic tourney, uh, 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 and um, basketball basketball uh, the, the basketball classic. Yeah. Uh, the SLU lost last night to South Alabama mm-hmm. College Insider Tournament. Yeah. Nickel State loses to SMU in the NIT. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of the lone. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, school standing right now outside of Loyola, who, again, is winning in, in, in their game against mm-hmm. Faulkner right now uh, in the NAIA Sweet 16. What are your thoughts about UNO Portland? Just It was a tough way to end the season. I, yeah, they're in, they're in this tournament. This, the, the, the odds are stacked against teams from their conference because they get they almost always end up on the road um, But uh, in, in, the, in these tournaments. But, yeah, it, it was a tough way for them to end. And, and it, What happened was their best player, Derek St. Hilaire, stopped making shots mm-hmm. at the end of the season. Yep. He didn't stop he trying. Was he didn't yeah. stop caring. He, did, he, he went four for 20 in the, in the loss yeah. to Southeastern, and those were shots he'd been making most of the year. He, he, mm-hmm. what, he, he stopped being able to make threes, he, and, then, and, then his, and, and that made him even take some desperate driving attempts when he got frustrated. Um, but, but, yeah, no, there, there's no sugarcoating it with them either. They thought they were good enough to win the conference in the regular season. They didn't get that done, mm-hmm. and they thought that they could go and win the conference tournament. They didn't get that done. Um, still a good year overall but a tough way to end it for two fifth-year guys in Troy Green and Derek yep. St. Hilaire who really, really wanted to lead UNO back to the NCAA tournament. Tulane women still alive here in the women's NIT taking on Jacksonville State tonight, 6.30 over Devlin. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, they should win that game. It, it's a, Tulane has a history in the, in the women's NIT of winning their first game and usually losing the second game. This year, the way it's set up, they, they should win that game. Um, and then they, their, their second round game, I think it's, they play the winner of Alabama and Troy. Tulane actually beat both of those teams in the regular season earlier this year. Now, of course, that doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, we'll see. A lot of it's going to depend on effort and how much they care about this tournament. I did. I actually watched the fourth quarter of their conference, of their American Athletic Conference loss to, to Houston. It was pretty disappointing. It looked like Houston was the team playing harder in that game, and Tulane was playing for their NCAA tournament lives because they thought they had a real chance to win the conference tournament going in. So I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, but they're a talented team. They're certain they, they should win. They should win tonight, um, and, and they'll have a good chance to, to to win that next game too. They've never really ever made a big run in the WNIT, so so maybe mm-hmm. this will be the year. Beautiful. Um, as always, appreciate your time. Sorry for the shortened time this week. We'll, we'll pick it up again next week with with more time, but uh, certainly appreciate it. You mentioned a little bit earlier there are things that are on your website when it comes to Tulane that don't make it to the the paper on Nola.com yeah. till later. And if you're a Tulane fan, you need to be subscribing to the Wave Report. How can folks do it? At thewavereport.com, just just go there. You can you can sign up right right on there. Um, Tulane.rivals.com or or thewavereport.com. Um, you can get your, your 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 subscription. I think it's it's about it's about eight eight dollars and fifty cents a month. It, it's worth the deal. Um, full quote. If a guy says something to me in spring practice, it, it, it gets on my it gets on my message board at, at that website. And that absolutely you're not getting anywhere else, no matter how many stories I write for Noel.com. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm going at Gare Smith 
on Twitter. Gary, thanks yep. for the time as always, bud. Have a fantastic weekend. St. Patrick weekend, by the way. And yep. uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me on the show. Always, my friend, always. Again, Gary Smith with us each and every week here on the program. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, and now's the time, especially finally generators are starting to move, right? Uh, they got about 100 in their warehouse over in um, uh, in Mandeville, uh, the, the Burkhardt's do. They're ready to install these right now. So, again, if you're in the market for a generator, call Burkhardt. Financing is available for your generator. You can pay that over time. New install quality check after one month. Everybody knows that is by now. Burkhardt's going to come out a month after they install anything for you. Go through the uh, process with you. Make sure you're comfortable with, again, how to operate the system. Check the system for you. And then, of course, single-day install. Put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Uh, 24-7, 365 emergency service. And a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. When it comes to generator sales and service, when you want to be educated about a generator instead of being hard sold on a generator, you want to call Burkhart. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast, now with a free drink with any breakfast sandwich purchase. The number one pick is in. Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose your starting lineup, like the breakfast baconator or honey butter chicken biscuit, and enjoy oven-baked bacon, fresh cracked eggs, seasoned breakfast potatoes, and simply OJ. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. 10 eastbound, your delays are heavy from Loyola to the airport and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past the Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, 10 westbound, your delays are going to be heavy from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from just past the Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, your backups are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling eastbound. Along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays stretching from Lafayette Street to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on the 310 on the southbound side from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. In the meantime, look out for accidents South Claiborne at Gravier, also Gravier at Ferret, also accidents Holiday Drive at Berman, also South Carrollton at Olive, Treasure at New Orleans Street, and also Norman C. Francis at Canal. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff, sports, and hot ball crawfish. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, but that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. It is a day for the Irish. It is St. Patrick's Day, but you can head on over to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. They got you covered for all of your St. Patrick's favorites. Again, a place where you enjoy a great meal. Again, hanging out with friends, family, and, of course, a great day today because it is March Madness. And that means, again, uh, with the 30-plus TV screens, you will never miss a play on any of the games. Mouthwater menu for you, something for everyone, the amazing cocktails, and, of course, the incredible beer selection. Uh, I've told you many, many times, you know, the sporting days like, again, we're going to have this weekend where you got a bunch of games with basketball. Maybe, again, you got the NFL draft, a bunch of stuff that's going on at one time. Uh, again, it's great to go over Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. You know, grab a spot and, again, uh, and claim it as your own and enjoy, again, great drinks, food all day long. Again, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant is unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture, authentic Louisiana cuisine. You can find out more at bobbyebears.com. They're open seven days a week. Lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, you're right. All right. Again, that's part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Proud sponsor of our program and, of course, title sponsor of our Thursday show. All right. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us. Get us up to date on Tulane UNO. By the way, um, Loyola is winning big uh, in the second half against Faulkner in the first game of their Sweet 16 uh, with their run to, for a national championship. Now, joining us now, New Orleans' own uh, Glenn Gilbo of uh, Outkick.com. Glenn, how are you? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you doing, man? Happy doing morning. great. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, my friend. That, that too. Same to you. Yeah. Now, well, you're a guy that when you lived in New Orleans, you went down to um, Parasols, and, of course, Tracy's really wasn't around then. But did you do the um, the Irish Channel thing on, on, on St. Patrick's Day? You know, I didn't. Uh, I, wish, I wish I would have. I've only been to Parasols a, a couple of times uh, back in the day. and uh, Right. Never really did a lot on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, but we might be going to some parades uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. here in Baton Rouge. Um, but I'm real busy with the uh, with the NCAA tournament as well. Yep. Of course, yeah, the tournament and, and of course, LSU as well. Look, I want to start with uh, Deshaun Watson, and then I want to get into uh, the LSU uh, situation with the NCAA. 
But uh, just your thoughts as a guy that's covered the Saints for a long time now on on the move for Deshaun Watson. Uh, Again, I don't think anybody disputes the talent of Deshaun Watson. Uh, But, again, he comes with a a hefty price in terms of compensation. Uh, Not just, again, his salary, but the compensation the Texans would have to get. And, of course, he's got the the, the baggage of 22 women who have accused him either of sexual assault or sexual harassment. Yeah, you know, that last part there, uh, I just, you know, I don't know if that's, even if you don't make a moral judgment on it, which I like how Sean Payton tends to stay away from players with issues like that, uh, but it's something that's not over yet, you know. Uh, Various lawsuits could continue to follow him, and, and, you know, he could conceivably get suspended, you know, during a season or before a season, so it would be kind of a, constant headache possibly uh and three first round draft choices you know i just i just wouldn't do it um i don't i don't like what it what it feels like and um you know i, I think but i think the saints are definitely serious about it i mean they've, they've met with him multiple times they're in yeah. atlanta they went to atlanta right. to meet with him. so uh you know and, and they have a female uh, owner uh right but um, Maybe, maybe they're just examining it really closely, but it looks like, you know, they've put their uh, thrown their hat in the ring, and it's whether or not Sean wants to come to them. But um, you know, I, I just don't like it. I, I don't. I don't like the uh, compensation. I don't like the baggage. And uh, I think, uh, you know, they've they've done too well as an organization avoiding that. Though I think, I think Sean was Sean Payton was interested in Deshaun at uh, last year. Uh, but I don't know if it was before or after all the accusations. Yeah. Well, I mean, a guy go in my mind's eye in 2020, uh, and, and I remember, again, uh, it was the game one, again, the Monday night football, and Watson was just incredible. Again, it was a duel between, uh, between Breeze and Watson. And I believe it was 19. It might have been 19. might have been 20. And, uh, and I remember thinking, my God, if you can ever get this guy, he's incredible, okay? Because, I mean, he just played so well in the Dome that night. And I don't think anybody's knocking the guys um, um, on the field uh, play because, again, he's, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. It's just, again, from a compensation standpoint, I'm with you. It's going to cost a lot, three number ones. Maybe you get over that. Maybe, again, you pick up a couple number ones uh, for, for Peyton when he comes back to try to coach, which he will. Um, you know, you're going to get some compensatory picks, which you're getting right now for players you've lost. Uh, losing a guy like Gardner Johnson, who seems to be, again, the, the bullseye that the Texans want, is going to be a tough loss. Ruiz, if he's part of the deal, is maybe not as tough of a loss, but still, again, he's a, he's a former number one pick. And then, to me, the other part of it is just is, 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 the, is the sexual assault, sexual harassment, and, and we know it's not over. And, look, you mentioned it. Look, I, I don't think that they're part in. I think they're all in. When, when, when yeah. Mickey and, yeah. and D.A. Go to, go to Houston to meet him, and then, and then Mrs. Benson gets on the private jet and goes to Atlanta to meet him last night, uh, and, 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 look, that means they're all in. And she's the right. one, to me, that's taken the hit. Because she is a female owner, right? And and you know it's more than just a he said she said. It's it's a it's a he said she said times twenty two. You know? Right. Uh, I mean that's just that's just huge. I mean they can't all be not telling the truth. You know. I, no, I and, and, and I'm telling you, Glenn, if you go and you do the research like I've done over the last few days, what has been uh, what he has been accused of is frightening. It is sexual predator type stuff. Okay. 
And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it, I mean, look, I'm torn, and I've said it before. I'm a season ticket holder since 1981. You know, when I get off the air, I take off my, my, my media hat, and I'm a fan. And, you know, from when I'm trying to – when I'm looking at this – you know, there's part of me that says, man, I tell you what, you only get one shot at a guy like this, you know, uh, that, that has this kind of talent, this age, whatever, and you're getting it because he has baggage. But on the flip side, are, are you capable of dealing with the fallout, again, from the 22 women? I mentioned earlier this week, it only takes one to say, no, thank you. I am not going to take the, the, the hush money. I'm not going to have the, the, the non-disclosure agreement to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to go to court and get my day in court, and then all this is going to be, again, out for the public to be able to see. Just based on, again, just the preliminary stuff that's out there right now, uh, again, is enough. I mean, without having to get to, again, uh, to the nuts and bolts of what went down uh, with those particular women. So I, it is a t- – look, I'm telling you, I think Saints Nation is torn right now. Yeah, well, well, good. They they should be torn. I, I mean, or maybe not even torn at all, and just just not want them. You know, it it looks so dirty because it kind of looks like and I'm just guessing here, but it kind of looks like the NFL is wanting him to uh, get back in the league so he can get a lot of money so he can pay off all the women. You know, I mean that's well, they could. The NFL's got a double standard. I mean, again, you know, yeah. Kraft was caught getting a happy ending in Florida, and nothing ever happened to Kraft. Okay, you got Stephen Ross down in in, in Miami uh, again, incentivizing coaches to lose, and you got a sexual predator that owns the Washington Commanders. So again, uh, you know, I mean, uh, look, I, I've already said this this week. When it comes up to the NFL collective bargaining agreement, the players are not going to forget this. Watson's going to serve a six-game suspension. That's what the history of the NFL is. When you start talking about, go back to Big Ben and others that have had this type of issue, six games. So while he's serving his suspension, what happened to the two owners that were involved in almost the same exact thing? You know, again, when you're talking about uh, the, the, the owner of the commanders and also Kraft up in New England. So th- there's a double standard there when it comes to owners and players. Yeah, but the, uh, the numbers with, with Deshaun Watson, though, are, you know, far outweigh the other. Oh, they're staggering. Yeah, it is. Let me throw this out to you uh, that, I, that I read. O- over 50 female masseuse in Houston that he utilized. 22 of them have come forward with, again, these allegations. 50 in the time that he's been in, been in Houston. 50 female masseuses. So the Saints are on the verge of having the, the, the two worst sexual predators in NFL history on the same team, you know, following Darren Sharp. Of course, they, they didn't right. know it when he was on the team at the time. They had no all. idea that he was. No, I'm telling you, that's the other part of it. People don't, people don't talk about that, but they, they've been down this road before with Sharp. So it is what it is. I mean, again, it, 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 look, it's, the Saints have made their decision. Okay, they're all in. And it doesn't matter yeah, what the, the fans the think at this at point. I think the way the Saints are looking at it is like, well, you know, if we don't get him, somebody else is going to get him. And beat well, him. they don't want him in the division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't want Atlanta or Carolina scooping him, have to deal with him for the next, next 10 years. That's the other part yeah, of it. So, and it's not like, you know, in, in the college world, which is, is hypocritical too, there's more at least talking a good game about you know this we're we're a school here we're we're right. a college we don't want that type of person mm-hmm. at our school of course they make some uh, they bend that as well but of course in the NFL you know you don't have that you know there's no ivory towers I mean these are mm-hmm. all just 
businesses trying to trying to make money. So that that I'm sure that's how the Saints are looking at it. You know, they don't. Yeah, really well, Saints care are looking to win. What this guy and they have done. a reputation yeah. of trying to win at all costs. And then this this kind of again enhances that reputation. But I, I, w- I want to kind of move on because I really wanted to bring you on because you've really been all over this this investigation into Will Wade and the basketball program and the LSU athletic program at this point. Uh, there are some out there that believe that this is nonsense. Uh, that again, there really is nothing against Wade. Uh, there, there are some that believe that LSU was targeted, that they're not a blue blood, and ultimately, again, this is all. This is all about again, um, you know, Will Wade kind of stubbing his nose at the at the at the um, uh, at the NCAA after the wiretap was was released. What's your take on this whole situation uh, in in terms of LSU, Will Wade, uh, how long it's taken to be able to get to this point? The, throw it out there for us. Well, anybody who thinks it's nonsense is is just not reading the the news i mean there's 11 violations there's eight major violations seven concerning wade so it's it's not nonsense there there's still alleged violations and lsu believes it's not nonsense they they fired him uh and one of the reasons that it took so long was because wade was dishonest and hid records and delayed things for for his own good that's one of the reasons it took so long. The NCAA takes a long time anyway, but Wade delayed it himself so he could keep making money and try to win. And so when he was eventually caught, you know, he would have a better resume for possibly a better job and he would be richer, which, which he was able to uh, string it out. I mean, he's only got one year left mm-hmm. on his contract. So that's one reason why it took so long. He was still lying to him as recently as last uh, November when he was interviewed. Okay. So he's uh <clears throat> He's going to go down as one of the most infamous cheaters in in all of sports. I mean, I don't think he's one of the the biggest cheaters, but he's he's definitely no one. And I said this on your show three years ago. No one has been on tape like this guy, right? So clearly cheating on tape and being specific about it and bragging about it. And the amazing thing about the tape, Eric is he's talking about multiple players he's paid because he's comparing other players he paid more easily than he paid smarts. So he's, he's comparing guys he paid. You know, so he, he really hung himself. And, yeah, he was unlucky that he got caught on tape. But think about this. If he was talking about – if he was talking like he was on tape, how often do you think he was talking like that not on tape? Because I know coaches that, that mm-hmm. they never talk to the agents – or people like that, you know, even in rotary phone days, they right. they have other people do that. That was Wade's biggest. Oh, uh, that was the, absolutely. He tried to do it all himself. You know, he right. didn't. He didn't delegate. I mean, yeah, it's a corrupt college basketball world, and sure, other people cheat, but this mm-hmm. guy was the sloppiest cheater of all time. That's why he got caught. It's not because he's not a blue blood or something like that. He got caught because he was on tape. The NCA only went after him when they saw, when they heard about the tape. So mm-hmm. they didn't decide one day, hey, let's go get LSU. They just go get who they think is the most guilty, and LSU's not the only one they're investigating. Now, how do you think this affects the football program, which is already, again, um, taking away scholarships on their own? Uh, they've self-imposed sanctions and staying out of the uh, the bowl game during the 2020 season. Uh, it's 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 two violations: the $180,000 um, uh, no-show job for for Vidal Alexander's father at, at Our Lady of Lake, and of course the $100 uh, the uh, dollar bills giveaway by Odell Beckham after the national championship. Do you think that this will affect the the football program that they're going to have more sanctions? No, I, I don't think 
football program is going to be in nearly as much trouble as, as basketball. You know, the, the booster who gave the money through Our Lady of the Lake, he's already been in jail and got out. <laughs> that tells okay. how long the investigation right. is going on. But, but, I mean, that's separate of the NCAA. But, but sure. the LSU, you know, they self-imposed penalties. They did a bowl ban. They've, they've taken right. away scholarships. The Coach Ogeron violation was, was uh, level three. That was uh, contact he shouldn't have had. That's the least serious. Uh, Odell Beckham, if they really look at that, I mean, he, he was he was joking around. I mean, it was right. stupid, but he, he did it in full view. It's not like offering three what hiding it. like like the LSU assistant basketball coach did, or or like right. Will Wade paying a player's ex fiance mm-hmm. to hush, you know, or or, right. or giving money to players um, from his wife's checking account, their joint checking account. I mean, it's not nearly as dirty as uh, as or blatant, but it is right. pretty. It is pretty dirty. It's just not as as widespread, and it's it's older. And they've already paid some of the the sentence. You know, the bad mm-hmm. thing is that they are involved in the uh, lack of institutional control. So, football right. program is probably going to get slapped with some things, but not nearly as much as basketball, and deservedly so. Well, we got about three minutes. So, what do you think the basketball program, in terms of sanctions, is going to be? It's going to maybe a couple years without without uh, a postseason play, loss of scholarships, or more. Well, you know, um, the NCAA, one thing they've changed, they, they go more after the individual coach than the okay. program. They, they don't do the postseason bans as much as they do because there's a lot of innocent players involved. Sure. Makes that. sense. So they go after the coach. And that also goes against this theory that LSU's not a blue blood and they're coming after LSU. No, they're going after Will Wade. You know, a lot of this stuff stems back to when he was at DCU, which – I wrote oh, about right. that before he ever coached a game. That, that there yes, you did. I remember. Was recruiting at, at, at BCU. Mm-hmm. So this is about Will Wade. It's not really as much about LSU. But I, I think he'll have a uh, period where he can't coach like Bruce Pearl. And um, I think LSU is probably going to – I don't know if they'll have any bans on postseason. But, um, you know, they, they're going to lose some scholarships uh, probably for a long time, I would think, and be on – Mm-hmm. probation for a while, you know, so it, right. it could be pretty serious, but uh, I don't know about a postseason ban. And I think, uh, you know, Wade will be in the dark for a while, but I, I think eventually he'll probably coach again. Well, I agree. I think he will too. And I don't think there's any doubt he'll, he'll coach again. Um, I got about a minute left, and then I want you to tell us about what you got coming on before OutKick. Uh, any any candidates for the new coaching position that you think are, are, are viable? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> There's five of them. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It, the, the LSU job is, is – this is going to be the ultimate test for uh, for Scott Woodward because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to get an established coach, which he tends to do. Right. He's going to have to go find a, a coach who's not a great coach yet who nobody knows about. And you know what? Mm-hmm. They ought to do more of that anyway, athletic directors. So, right. Now he could he could give them a guaranteed contract and get somebody if they're willing right. to, you know, start from scratch. Uh, but uh, boy, you know, I just you know I wrote about Ben Holland losing his job last yeah. Sunday. Yes. I mean, it's a very competitive field right now. I'm, it's the worst time to be looking for a coach, especially when you're you got the NCAA hanging over your head. No doubt. Well, tell us what you got coming for us on Outkick, and how folks can follow you on social media. Well, just a lot on the NCAA tournament. I got a. Uh, column on the entire tournament uh, this morning, just notes and quotes and so forth. Um, 
got uh, Ben Howland's uh, resignation coming out uh, today, and we had that on Sunday first. Um, and then um, got a feature on Eric Musselman and his, his dad, Bill Musselman, who uh, mm-hmm. 25 years ago this week almost knocked off number one Arizona. Well, mm-hmm. top seed in Arizona, which, well, not a top seed, mm-hmm. but they ended up winning the national title. Um, and um, we'll have more on the NCAA tournament throughout the weekend. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate your comments, your opinions, and love having you on the program. We'll do it again next week. Uh, that's Glenn Gobo, Outkick.com, LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Keep Jameis Winston. That's what I say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. He seems to be he's waiting on the wings, too. that's for sure. He's got bags. You know? Oh, yeah, but he grew up. But he grew up. He grew up. I mean, that's the old difference. We're going to talk about it again next week, my friend. You got it. That's Glenn Gilbo. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. People come into Diamonds Direct and they can't believe what we brought to New Orleans. A totally new concept in jewelry shopping with wall-to-wall diamonds and designer rings at prices you never thought possible. 
But what people like here just as much is our after-the-sale added value. See, at Diamonds Direct, you will never pay to repair any jewelry purchased here. Never, ever. Repairs and maintenance are free. What other stores charge you for, Diamonds Direct gives you free. Ring sizing, free. Rhodium finish, free. New prongs, free. Appraisal, free. Need a stone tightened? No charge at Diamonds Direct. Even if you accidentally knock out an accent diamond, we will replace it at no charge. And while other jewelry stores require you to have your jewelry constantly inspected to keep a warranty intact, at Diamonds Direct, inspections are not required. Bottom line, we stand behind what we sell, so you can buy with total confidence. Diamonds Direct, New Orleans Direct Diamond Importer, where the best value price is just the beginning. In a beautiful showroom on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Festival season is almost in full swing. Don't get swept away before getting tickets to the 2022 Mid-City Bayou Boogaloo. Snag early pricing instead of right at the gate at thebayouboogaloo.com. And view the full lineup featuring Chapel Heart, Sonny Landreth and the Misho Melody Makers, and many more. For early pricing, get your tickets today at thebayouboogaloo.com. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN, Hickey-Yoon, New Orleans. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good news. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. Four to six weekdays. And, of course, it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to one and all. Some of you have already been partaking in the libations and the celebrations. Some are more reserved. I, myself, will be on the sidelines this year because as soon as we finish here, I'll be Checking out March Madness. Got a chance to check a little bit of it out um, earlier today when I was preparing for the program. But it's just so it's so hard to really get into the games because I like to have the screen on on four games, which is what I normally do, and I watch four games at once. And then, of course, at the same time, trying to keep up what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Same time again, uh, preparing for the program. Uh, it was an impossibility, uh, especially for someone with ADHD like myself. It was tough. Uh, but um, nevertheless, again, we thank you for joining us in the program now, whether you're on your way home, uh, again, from the festivities, or again, maybe just getting off of work uh, this afternoon. We're on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the TuneIn Radio app. That's our digital platforms. We're on Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. At underscore uh, Eric, uh, at underscore Eric, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. I'll get it out. Uh, Eric Asher on Facebook and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, um, uh, it'll always be on the WLATV YouTube page and always at ericasher.com. I want to thank Glenn Gilbo and also Gary Smith for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two, we'll have Jordy Collada with us. And you want to stick around for Jordy, okay? Jordy has a completely different um, uh, take on the, on, on the, on the issue of uh, LSU's um, problems with the NCAA. So we're going to get into it with, with um, Jordy at about uh, 535. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, you know, we've talked about a little bit about uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. There's also Mambo's, uh, also the Hideout Bar, and, of course, the Mothership, uh, where it all began, Old New Orleans Cookery. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week. If you love breakfast, and I love breakfast, let me tell you, uh, it is home of New Orleans' best breakfast. The most, I mean, just, it, it's 
breakfast menu for you. And, and I'm telling you, uh, some are just spectacular. Yeah, um, look, there are places that do great breakfast. They're doing a straight breakfast for you. It is what it is. And I love those places, right? Look, TikTok Cafe is one of my favorites, right? But I'm telling you, if you want to you want to go in and want to enjoy uh, a breakfast that's maybe unlike any other, uh, you got to go to go to Oceana Grill. Uh, and then, of course, lunch and dinner, Cajun Creole dishes. But, but more than that, because the menu has something for everyone. Even the most finicky eater will find something on that Oceana menu they will like. Uh, the chocolate oysters, they do that right in front of you. Oysters on the half shell. Fantastic cocktails. And I've talked about the mixologists at the Oceana family of restaurants. They only hire top-notch mixologists, some of the best in the city. And, and again, they are creative as well. Uh, you get down in a center for French Quarter Courtyard. That is also dog-friendly. Uh, they have five private rooms for you to um, uh, enjoy your next event. They can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. And look, where they're not using that for a, an event. It's their overflow for dining. So, again, you don't have to wait in line. Uh, it's family-friendly. But I'm telling you, if you're looking for, like, a you know, first date night to impress or maybe you're looking to be able to close that deal, Oceana's perfect. Uh, you want to more, Oceanagrill.com, uh, where you can order online for delivery. And, of course, they're open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. 8 a.m. until uh, until 1 p.m. for for breakfast, 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. for lunch, 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. until the party stops for dinner, and that's the Oceana Grill, uh, 739 Conti at Bourbon Street. All right, look, so much stuff happening right now on the Internet, and look what I told you uh, the other day. The one thing that we know about the Deshaun Watson situation is that uh, everybody with a Twitter feed has an opinion. Everybody with, everybody that has a Twitter feed has a source, right? So you got to kind of watch even even those with checks next to their names. And I don't have a check next to my name, okay? Just having that not into it all. You know, you know, one day maybe I'll go try and get a check next to my name. But, uh, you know, I've never really pursued that. But let me say this. Uh, out of Atlanta right now, several correspondents that are in Atlanta radio and Atlanta media are saying it's a done deal. Deshaun Watson is coming home, uh, that the Atlanta Falcons have, have won the uh, Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. On the other hand, I've got individuals that live here in New Orleans that, that again, that are, 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 have sources within the Saints organization that's telling me it's a done deal for the Saints and he's going to be a Saint. Here's what we know. We know that as far as Cleveland goes, they're out. Uh, and that Baker Mayfield has requested a trade to the Colts of Seattle. Uh, now, the Browns said they're not going to trade Mayfield. Uh, so, again, uh, he's in the last year's deal. We'll see how that plays out. Carolina, who was kind of a late in, uh, who was, it was in really an early entry with, with the Saints on this. Atlanta comes in, came in pretty late, and so did Cleveland. It looks as though Carolina's out of the mix, and it's just really come down to New Orleans and Atlanta. Uh, it's been confirmed now, multiple sources, that Mrs. Benson got on a private jet last night and, and flew to Atlanta to sit down one-on-one with Deshaun Watson and meet him personally. Um, so, again, that happened. That comes after, again, uh, uh, Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis flying over to Houston on Tuesday uh, after the deposition uh, was given by uh, one of many, because that's done the deposition next week, uh, by Deshaun Watson, uh, and sat down with him. Uh, and also, I believe the Carolina Panthers were there at that time as well. Um, so, again, the Saints have done everything they can at this point to be able to sell their, for their franchise. Um, they've cleared the cap room as well. Uh, they cleared the, uh, $29.9 million in cap space uh, with, with, uh, the, to finish off what they've been doing now for about a week and a half. Uh, that puts them significantly under the cap. They cleared $156 million total of cap space without cutting a player. The last ones to do that was Taysom Hill, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, uh, and, and Roby. So, again, that they all, all 
work their contracts, and we know how, how it works, right? Take the base salary, uh, turn it into a signing bonus, or a roster bonus, turn it into a signing bonus, amortize that over the life of the deal. If you, you want to get five years out of it, so, again, you add dummy years uh, uh, to, to, the year, to the contract if they don't have the full five years available. So, again, that, that happened. Um, now, I talked about this yesterday. For those that listened to the first hour, you already know I mentioned this. This has already cost the Saints. And, and, and you know, I'm, 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 kind of a, I'm kind of a cap nerd. You guys know that. Um, Armstead was, was due thir- had $13 million in dead money if he didn't sign a new contract with the Saints. Uh, because yesterday was the NFL's new year and all the contracts have to have uh, all, all that money, dead money would have been cleared by yesterday. Uh, the Saints eat $13 million of, of dead money for Armstead, whether he comes back or not. Same thing with Jameis Winston, $3 million there. Uh, Traquan Smith, nine hundred forty k. So, you know, you look at it, uh, the, the Saints are in a situation where almost $17 million of dead money they had to eat just on those three players. Now, there are other players that you know involved that, that, that they knew they were going to eat that dead money all along, but those were three players that may have come back. Uh, we know that Traquan Smith visited with the Patriots today. I don't anticipate him coming back to New Orleans. But Jameis Winston, I, I do if, if Deshaun Watson does not ultimately be traded to New Orleans. And Armstead said he's kind of waiting on, on to see what, what Watson's going to do. Now, I, I posed this question to uh, Jeff Duncan today on, on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. You know, if, if Watson was to move on, they have this extra cap room now. So would they just would they re-sign uh, Armstead? And, and, and Jeff did not think that they would. They thought that he would go for a bigger payday. Uh, but the Saints could still pay him what he's getting elsewhere. It just, again, it might not be all the money up front, okay? It might be a situation where, you know, they put some more into, into a roster bonus or into a base salary so that, again, down the line, they can continue to manipulate the cap, you know, by doing that. Now, again, he'll get so much money guaranteed. Some of that's going to be an assigning bonus. Others will be other bonuses that they make, you know, roster bonuses, reporting bonuses, workout bonuses. We've seen it all, right? Yeah, and you can do that and, and then manipulate the cap later to be able to open up more cap room. I, I don't think the Saints, whether it's Watson's here or not, want to see Armstead walk out the door. Okay, they, they don't. So, again, that money that we talked about is, is not retrievable at this point. Um, Atlanta, uh, they got a decision to make. If Deshaun Watson does not announce this this evening, tomorrow by 3 o'clock Atlanta time, uh, they got a $7.5 million roster bonus that's due Matt Ryan on top of, again, the huge cap that they already have. So, again, a decision has to be made there in Atlanta, or they're going to do like the Saints. They're going to eat some cap money, uh, some dead money. Um, interesting. Ross Jackson today reported that Jameis Winston has had an offer on the Saints for, on the table from the Saints uh, you know, for a while now, through the offseason. Uh, this, this, again, predates uh, for the Saints, again, courting or running after uh, Deshaun Watson. He also, again, said he visited with the Colts about their starting quarterback position. And he said no matter what goes on anywhere, that he plans on being a starter in the NFL somewhere this year. Now, again, as far as we know, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, is, is still uh, open to, to go to either the Saints or the, um, or the, um, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, but, again, there are rumors that, that at least two players – are in the mix. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is someone that, that Houston covets, and, and also Cesar Ruiz. 
Uh, as part of that, there's another dead cap money hit here. Okay, $7.4 million for Rees, $196,000 for Gardner Johnson, if ultimately they're part of this deal. Remember, Houston is asking for at least three number one picks, a couple of young players, uh, and in the Saints' case, it has to be, again, players that are on their first deal, their rookie deal, because they've utilized all the veteran players at this point. And I looked just a few minutes ago uh, at, the, at the salary cap, and th- there is not much wiggle room here anymore. There just isn't. They've utilized most of, almost all of the veterans' salaries at this point and converted them to, to signing bonuses to be able to open up cap room. So, again, there's not much there's – there's really, again, if – Watson does, does sign. There's not a lot of room there unless, again, which I believe is going to happen, uh, that he will, if he does sign, he's going to restructure his $35 million base salary. He's going to turn that into a signing bonus, which will open up cap room so the Saints can sign free agents. So that's where, where they're going to go there. But they, they can't go on their roster anymore and get any more money. It's pretty much almost squeezed out. Also part of this, for whoever he, whoever he ultimately ends up being traded to, there is a suspension looming at least six games, based on NFL history, uh, because it doesn't matter whether, you, whether the courts have found you guilty or not. In this case, again, the, uh, the grand jury decided not to move forward on, on, on criminal charges against Deshaun Watson last week. And, of course, that opened up the door for what we're seeing right now. But there are still 22 women that are involved in a civil suit. Uh, and then those depositions go on. Uh, I believe there's one Latin, there's been one this week. There'll be one next week. Uh, so, again, history tells us that it's, six, it's a six-game suspension. That still means that the Saints have to find a starting quarterback. Okay? I mean, who's going to be the starter for the six games when he's not here? That's, that's a big question there. Okay? Um, but we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, if... If, ultimately, he becomes a New Orleans Saint. Again, there, uh, there are reports out of Atlanta right now uh, that, uh, that, that, again, he's gonna, he wants to go home. Uh, and there are reports coming out of New Orleans right now that it's signed, sealed, delivered, that the Saints have him, uh, have him on, the line, on the line. So we'll see how it plays out. Nothing official ha- has happened yet uh, except on Twitter where everybody's going completely nuts uh, with, with every single uh, rumor that is out there. Um, Marcus Mays, he signs back with the, he signs with the Saints from the Jets uh, after Marcus Williams moves on to the Baltimore Ravens in a very cap-friendly deal. Uh, $2.6 million this year. It goes up to about $8 million in base salary uh, next year and then the following year, and then it drops down to about $2.6 million in the fourth year of the deal. So he signed a very cap-friendly deal for the New Orleans Saints. Now, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Uh, but we've seen players now, uh, whether it be basketball or football, but specifically football, uh, we could talk about Sheldon Rankins, right? Uh, they they pop the Achilles because of the new surgical techniques in terms of how they, they, they treat the Achilles tendon. Players are coming back quicker, and, and they're able to be able to be back on the field at full, uh, you know, a full go uh, much quicker than what we've seen in the past. So, again, Mays is not in a situation where he's in the trenches. He's more of a speed guy. Uh, the, again, the, the good news is on the scouting report, I went back and looked at a bunch of scouting reports on him last night. Got to see, I saw a little bit of, uh, of tape on him when he was with the Jets. Because I mentioned, look, I'm not going to BS you guys. I don't watch a lot of New York, New York Jet games. I just don't. I mean, I know who the kid is. I know he's coming out, coming out of Florida, but I haven't followed his career. But, again, he's a much more sure tackler than Marcus Williams was. Now, he may not have the reins that Williams had, but he's still a rangy type, type um, um, uh, uh, free safety. He's a guy that can go sideline to sideline. Uh, but, again, they'll probably use him in, in, in another way. Also, everybody was talking about Tyron Matthew. Uh, there's now talk that Tyron Matthew may be joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Um, and uh, so we'll see again how that plays out. Look, I told you guys, he made $14 million last year. He wasn't coming to New Orleans to take a pay cut. All right, now, and, and if you weren't willing to pay Williams, who you knew, who again, de- who again, Dennis Allen, uh, you know, uh, liked and 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 uh, you know, were all in with uh, last year, and they weren't willing to pay him o- over fourteen million. Well, then, they, you know, again, they're not going to pay Tyron Matthew fourteen million, and Tyron's probably looking for a little bit more. Um, so we'll see how we'll see how that plays out. Mays is your is your is your free safety. If if the the, the trade doesn't go through, your defense is intact. You got to bring PJ PJ Williams back. Got to bring Quan Alexander back, but everybody's intact at that point, and you have your first round picks. Ty Montgomery has signed a two year deal with the Patriots, up to four million dollars. Uh, so again, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Traquan Smith, I mentioned, is, is visiting the Falcons today. Um, the Rams have an intro, have, have signed uh, Allen Robinson. So again, now the, uh, again they have not said they don't want uh, Odell Beckham back. Matter of fact, they said that after the season, season they wanted him back. But it seems that he's going to be looking for greener pastures. And there was a report today that said Odell Beckham and the Saints have mutual interest. Now, again, there was a report uh, a few days ago that said Jarvis Landry was on the radar of the Kansas City Chiefs and New Orleans Saints. Look, they're LSU guys. Uh, they're both great. I think they're both great receivers, not good receivers, great receivers. I think they get with the right system, the right quarterback, and, and, and they can flourish. You put those guys next to Michael Thomas, that's fine. But, again, that, that you're talking about two receivers that are looking for big money. So it's one or the other, probably, if the Saints are even in the market, uh, you know, for, uh, uh, for uh, you know, a Jarvis Landry or an Odell Beckham. We'll see how that plays out. Plus, we'll see who's going to be the quarterback now. I mean, again, at this point, you know, we have no idea who's going to be the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, okay? Um, I mean, we have no idea. Is it going to be Watson? Is it going to be Winston? What we do kind of figure is now that something we did not know that we know now because of Ross Jackson that the Saints at least put a contract on the table for Jameis Winston. So there's a contract there. And, and whether they agreed to it or not, maybe again now uh, Jameis wants to ante it up. We have no idea. But then there was some, at least again, there was a contract put in front of him. He's been working out in Saints gear. And maybe again he's waiting in the wings to see what happens. And if not, maybe it's a quick turnaround and Jameis is the quarterback. That's interesting because, again, what, was, what have you been hearing now all along? Okay, Saints are hot for Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo coming off a, a, a season where he had shoulder surgery, thumb surgery, uh, that's all in his throwing hand and throwing shoulder. And, and yet, again, the Saints were, were rumored to be in the mix uh, for Garoppolo, who, again, I, if it's me, I'm not overpaying for Garoppolo. As it is, I think you're overpaying a little bit for Deshaun Watson only because, again, of the baggage. If this was Deshaun Watson, no baggage, and you're telling me you've got to give up three number ones and number two, uh, and then, and again, some, some young players – you know, again, I, I think that is a, a fair deal. Deshaun Watson with the baggage, you know, again, I think that, that kind of, you know, that should be in the favor of the team that's trying to bring him in. But, again, Houston has created a market for him, especially in the NFC South. And, and, and at this point, it's kind of an arms race. You know, on one hand, do you, if you don't sign him, do you want him in Carolina? Do you want him in Atlanta? And I think I'm sure that's what the Saints brass is thinking as well. Look, we don't want to see this guy for the next 10 years in, in an Atlanta uniform or a Carolina uniform. If worse comes to worse, send him to the AFC. Send him, send him to Cleveland. Well, Cleveland's out. It looks as though Carolina's out. It's down to it looks like Atlanta and New Orleans. New Orleans, again, if you look at it, is the more Super Bowl-ready team. But we saw the odds go down on, on, on a lot of the books yesterday uh, in, in terms of the Saints' ability to make the, to make the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, that'll shoot up if that doesn't happen. So we'll see. But, again, 
there is there is nothing at this point to be able to say one way or the other. The folks out of Atlanta are saying they, that they, that he's choosing Atlanta. There are, are sources in New Orleans are saying he's, he's he's choosing New Orleans, and uh, so we'll see how it kind of all plays out before it's all said and done. But uh, that's where we are. Also, uh, uh, when you look at uh, at the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, they are getting ready to take on the um, uh, they're getting ready to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Sorry, folks, for the, for the for the hiccups here. I'm, at the time while I'm doing this, I am trying to be able to figure out stuff on Twitter, see if anything's coming up. But um, uh, looks as though again they're, 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 they've been the injury bug a little bit too. Jose Alvarado has a left finger laceration. Uh, Devontae Graham has a right hip soreness. Okay, both are listed as questionable for tomorrow's game against San Antonio. Now these are huge. They play San Antonio twice over the next few games. Uh, they've got to win these games. San Antonio's creeping up on the 10 spot right now. Uh, still no word on Brandon Ingram. He is out for, for the San Antonio game at least with a, with a soreness. Uh, still on, on, on the, the hamstring. Uh, he's got to get back, and he's got to get back quickly um, for, for this team to be able to hold on to the 10 spot. Just it is what it is at this point. I mean, they're, um, they're a, a very good team when you've got both Ingram and McCollum on the on the court together, and when you lose one of them, it's hard to be able to overcome that. Still, no word on Zion. Look, he's done nothing but really shoot. I don't anticipate him coming back. There's 13 games left in the regular season. How do you fit him in a, into a one or two game, um, you know, uh, play-in tournament? I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But again, right now, uh, Pelicans got a little bit more problem in terms of the injury report. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Look, there's a reason why the Piazza family has had their business, again, since 1972. And look, it's tough in, in this town, any town. I don't care where you are. Look, mechanic work is tough. you got to be able to, again, do the job right, have where people trust you, and that they're willing to come back over and over again. One thing the Piazza family did was they invested in the latest in diagnostic equipment. Same stuff you get in the dealership, okay? Same exact uh, uh, diagnostic. And I'm going to say this. I'll go on the limb and say when you look at your average dealership, they have more, okay? They've invested in more. They've showed me stuff like tire siping uh, machines and other machines that I know that the dealership doesn't have. And then you look at an ASC certified technician. This is the highest certification in the industry. And then, look, some of these mechanics have been with, with Southern Tire for a decade or more. Okay, so again, they're part of the family. And then it is a family-owned and operated business. Again, um, you know, uh, when you look at Tony Sr., he's there. His wife is there. His daughter's there. His son, Tony Jr., is there. So literally, again, the Piazza family is there for you. Again, when you, if you have an issue and you need, you need help with your vehicle. Then when it comes to tires, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. We're talking about wheels and tires with 30 inches and financing available. So again, it's something for everyone's budget. Looking for a place that you can trust with your vehicle, especially if it's out of warranty. Well, whether it's a fleet account or, again, your, your own personal vehicle, think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. You can go to southerntire.com, find out more information about everything they have for their customers. And, again, Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, look, coming up next, uh, Jordy Collada is going to join us at uh, – at 5.35, we're going to talk maybe a little bit about Deshaun Watson with him, but we're really bringing him on because he has a completely different take about the, the, uh, the sanctions that are being put on the LSU program. And I, re- I listened to his podcast the other day, again, the, on YouTube. It's a, great, it's a great show. You guys should check it out. 
and I was floored by some of the things that he was saying, some of the information he was throwing out there. So I wanted to bring him on so, again, he could give you guys that information. So at least you got two sides of the story to be able to try to figure out, again, what, what direction you, you think that um, well, the NCAA was right or the NCAA was wrong. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, all I ask you to do is this. Ask Burkhardt to come out and give you a price. That's it. A price. Sit down with them. Let them do a consultation with you. They'll measure your home using the latest in technology so, that, again, you're getting it right in terms of, again, your duct work, the tonnage, again, uh, the, the load uh, in, in terms of the air, and then, of course, uh, the service, which is second to none. They're authorized to sell, sell some of the top brands in the industry, and the service at the sale is impeccable. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. A company I've trusted for over 30 years. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This pro- program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, The Hideout Bar, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. We'll be right back with Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show. Stick around. When it comes to all the country, New Orleans comes to 1061 Nash Icon. It's another Nash Night Out with Chris Stapleton. Get tickets every day while you work with Scott Innes. It's a Nash Night Out with Chris Stapleton. At the Smoothie King Center this October, tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061. Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. With Indeed Instant Match, you can accelerate the hiring process. Just sponsor a job and you'll get a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Fast hiring, no speeding tickets. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10 Eastbound, your delays are steady from Loyola to Power and delays pick back up on 10 Eastbound from just past City Park to the High Rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 Westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side of the 610, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. Delays are heavy as they stretch from Lafayette Street to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. If you're traveling on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, delays are solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. On the 310, if you're traveling on the southbound side, look out for delays from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And look out for accidents, Canal at Bourbon, also Esplanade at Dauphine, North Claiborne at St. Maurice, also South White at South Broad, and St. Bernard at Broad. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. That means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Also, don't forget about uh, Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's. That's right, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, three floors. What I'm telling you is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, and the, and the cocktails are, are spectacular. Not, I mean, spectacular. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French, French Quarter courtyard on, on the first floor. Also, again, picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street, do a little people watching. Hey, if you're not into that, take the elevator to the second floor. There's an authentic Bourbon Street balcony, full bar, full restaurant, again, with seating uh, uh, on the second floor. And then, of course, hey, that's not enough. Go to the third floor. As you come out of the elevators, again, if you look to your left, a full bar there, of course, seating there for you to be able to dine have cocktails, and then head out again to Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's an incredible experience. It's a great night out for, again, friends, family. Maybe you're trying to close that business deal. Maybe it's your first date. Maybe, again, it's you and your significant other just going out for a great time. They have lunch and dinner available for you seven days a week. The cocktails are flowing. You can find out more at mambanola.com. And then right next door is the hideout bar. It's a beautiful bar in, in a 300-year-old building, uh, again, with always live music. Uh, again, whether, again, it's it's a DJ, live music, in a courtyard setting. So, again, a fantastic cocktails for you there. They have some food for you that you can, you can nibble on as well. So make it a night out over at Mambo's in the Hideout Bar in the 400, 400 block of Bourbon Street, 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, that's seven days a week, open late. All right. Let's, uh, let's head to the guest line. Join me on the program. Again, I think one of the best we have in all the state. And, and um, you know, I'm a little biased here because 
I think he's had a meteoric rise in the, in, in the business. He's also, again, a, 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 a trailblazer in, in terms of our business, in terms of the digital media. Um, he's got great take. He's got great sources. He's not afraid to be able to be out there uh, on the limb alone, telling it like it is. And, uh, again, uh, uh, he is, as I've mentioned many, many times, a guy that, again, I love having on this program. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, joins us on the show now. Jordy, how are you, my friend? Hey, thanks for having me back, man. It's good to be here. Always good. Jordy, again, I want to get to the LSU thing because that's one of the reasons why I brought you on uh, because you were, had some enlightening things to say this week about the, uh, about the, the sanctions that are being put down or what, what LSU is being accused of and Will Wade. But first of all, your thoughts on the, on the, on the Deshaun Watson situation, uh, which is still in limbo. He has not made a decision on where he wants to go yet. But again, the Saints pursuing him. And with all the the the, the off the field baggage, uh, and of course the high price that it would take to bring him here to New Orleans. What's your take? You know, just a couple of weeks back, we, we we were debating whether or not it was a good move for Grambling to bring in Art Bryles, and and you know, really the groundswell against Bryles was was too much to to overcome for for Grambling. And I I think that it's you know in this case with with Watson, he, it really is a great example of the difference between. Uh, pro and, and college sports. I think when you look at somebody like Watson who makes your team instantly relevant, he makes your team instantly competitive, people are able to com- uh, you know, car- uh, compartmentalize um, you know, whatever it may be that he may facing. I think that there is a line, but it's obviously not sexual harassment. It's obviously not crimes against females because you know, I think the NFL has tried to put the best foot forward and put the messaging out there that they do care, but you know, when it comes down to something like this where, you know, Watson's got 22, 23 cases that are pending, and I know that it's been thrown out criminally, but, you know, to see the line of teams that are lined up to get him and, you know, the amount that it's going to take to, to, to serve up to, to get him, I, I think that it is a great example of just the difference between college athletics and professional athletics and, you know, just how much people are ready and willing to sacrifice the price of winning. Right. And, and as I've mentioned all week long, there's some hypocrisy also when it comes to the NFL because you've got a sexual predator as the owner of the Washington Commanders, and, and you've got Robert Kraft who, again, went and got happy endings up in a, uh, up in a uh, massage parlor in, in Florida, and neither one of those individuals have had to face any type of um, uh, sanctions from the NFL. Right, and, I mean, even the most powerful of them all, Jerry Jones. I mean, I saw that there was That's a right. lawsuit that kicked up this week with you know, a possible – uh, daughter that, that that he had you know somewhere 25 years ago uh so yeah look i'm with you i, I think that that the, the league and the shield uh is is very hypocritical uh and it is um uh, is always very uh you know very easy to talk about topics that um that that they may not have at the forefront uh but they try and you know at least put the messaging and the wording in the right places uh, a lot of times without without showing the action. So I understand, uh, you know, the Saints' pursuit of Deshaun Watson and what it would mean for New Orleans if they were able to land him as far as right. on the field goes. Um, you know, but when, when the debate starts off the field, I also see that side too. Mm-hmm. You have to. I mean, again, I don't know how, again, as a broadcaster, we have to look at both sides. But even as a fan, I don't know how, how again, you can't look at both sides. Now, some are able to, to look past it. I mean, look, Jameis Winston had his issues at Florida State, uh, you know, with a, with a sexual, a sexual assault charge. Again, the Uber driver in Arizona, uh, you know. So, again, but, again, it looks as though he's turned the corner in his life where, again, he's married, he has kids, he's settled down. 
a lot of this thing seems to be pretty fresh still with, with, with Deshaun Watson, and, and of course, that, that's part of the issue. Let's get to LSU. Uh, I, I, look, I, I love your I love your show, and and every chance I get, first, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm on social media, it pops up in front of me, uh, I, and and I'll go in and I'll listen in. Um, you had a great show this week, where again you really broke down the violations against LSU, and you really went in detail to explain uh, again in some cases why uh, those violations should not should not have come forth against LSU and Will Wade. I'd love to, for you to take it from there and, and to be able to, to educate my audience like you educated me on, on your program this past week. Well, first, let me start by saying that the Wade situation is done. He's, he's not coming back. He's, he's gone from LSU. LSU is going to face harsh sanction and penalty, uh, possibly for the days that have uh, you know, been behind them as, as far as LSU basketball being led by Wade. But Look, these are still allegations, and even Scott Woodward and Dr. William Tate in their statement that was put out over the weekend recognized that by moving Wade from the head coaching position of the basketball team, they are not admitting that those accusations and allegations are true. So even in their statement over the weekend, they recognized that the move that they were making was not a show of guilt. They were not saying that because – the allegations were brought forward of the level one violations that they're not saying that this is uh, a, a, an action saying that they are guilty. So that right there shows you the state of where this is right now. Eric, the level five violations, Will Wade was served with five level one violations, which is severe as far as the NCAA is concerned. But if you look at these violations one by one, the first one is dealing with the Javante Smart situation that happened back in 2017. This is a situation that Will Wade was suspended for a month from his basketball team, missed the SEC tournament, the final regular season game, and the March Madness tournament that season. Javante Smart missed the final regular season game versus Vanderbilt, and he was cleared to play and went on to play two more years after that all went down. And then four years later, they were able to come back and say that that's a level one violation when they cleared Smart to play. Will Wade served his penalty and was able to come back and coach for an extended amount of time after that. They interviewed everybody that was on that wiretap that had anything to do with that conversation. I've been wrong for the last couple of years. I always thought that they did not get down to the bottom of the strong-ass offer conversation when they actually did. They interviewed Shannon Foreman, who was the assistant coach at Memphis at the time that had a relationship with Javante Smart that Will Wade offered a job to. And the NCAA was good with that story, cleared it at the time. How can they come back four years later and levy that a level one violation? On to the next one. There's a a claim that LSU offered, and this was the latest one in 2020. This was the fifth of the level one violation. All that happened here, Eric, was that LSU and Memphis, Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers, were recruiting the same player, Musa Sisse, who was a center at the time who was located in Memphis. LSU made a big push on him and was able to cover a lot of ground in recruiting and actually held the lead for a lot of that recruitment. Well, Memphis saw that they were losing water and just claims that LSU offered $300,000 to Musa Sisse, academic support, a job for the parents, a vehicle for the player, and housing for the family when they got to Baton Rouge. Eric, I'm on the front lines of covering LSU down here. I saw the desperation that LSU football had to keep a guy like Kayshawn Boutte on campus 
by trying to scrounge up money to keep him here. There's nobody in this town that is paying $300,000 for a basketball player that they've never heard of. There's also not going to be any type of job support or vehicles for a player that may come off the bench for the next couple of seasons. I'm just here to tell you that that was just a claim that a Memphis booster, a Memphis supporter made against LSU. And in the allegations, as LSU points out, there's no evidence to support that. There's no text messages. There's no phone conversation. There's no video of LSU officials meeting with Kisses people in a place that they shouldn't with cash. None of that stuff went on. All it is is Memphis saying, hey, this happened. And the NCAA comes back and levies a level one violation against Will Wade and Bill Armstrong. Now, look, Wade's been able to make some money over the last couple of years and put some money away. Bill Armstrong, mm-hmm. his top assistant who lost his job last Sunday, he's making $350,000 a year, which is a good living. He's got five kids, he's got a family. He's, he's been in college basketball for nearly 20 years. Right. What's he going to do with a level one violation hanging over his head that at this point has no circumstantial evidence, has no background evidence to support? It's just one school claiming that this happened and the NCAA looking it up and saying, hey, we believe you, level one violation. Now, Wade and Armstrong will have their day in court just like LSU mm-hmm. will, but by that right. time, it's going to be back page news. When they, sure. you know, when, when you see that, oh, by the way, all the stuff levied and, and, and accused with LSU, we had no evidence of, so we're not able to move forward on that. The most egregious of the claims and the most sloppiest, and even me, who is a very big Wade supporter, right? I mean, I don't think you have to listen to my show to, to take away sure. it. I, I pull for Wade. I, I think that he was the right guy for the job. But even I, in reading the the, the, the transcript said, wow, how sloppy is it for a head coach to be paying a player and or a fiancé out of his own account? Well, come to find out what happened there was the fiancé was trying to extort Wade. Wade was pressing charges and moving forward in an investigation against that fiancé who was asking for the money on those extortions. So the, the police told him to send the text messages to – get the proof that they were going to pay, all of that stuff. He told LSU about that when he got the job back in 2017. That player had something to do with when he was at VCU. That player had nothing to do with while he was at LSU. And the only reason why the NCAA was able to read those text messages is because, Eric, they don't have any subpoena power. They've got no power no. to tell you to give me my phone. Give me your phone right. and let me read those messages. Or sure. let, me, uh, you know, let me get your, your, your bank accounts or let me get your, your cell phone records. They have no power like that. But once Wade turned over his phone and they went through all of the dialogue between people and players and players' you know, acquaintances, they read that text message. They come back five years later. After LSU knew about that, reported that, they knew about that stuff happening at VCU and levy a level one violation against Wade for something that happened while he was at another school. Yeah, I mean, there's a claim in there that Bill Armstrong and Will Wade had impermissible contact with a recruit. Eric, Mm -hmm. they went to Trenton Watford's state championship basketball game his senior year in Alabama. After the game, Wade and Armstrong go to a restaurant to eat. They're sitting at the table before the Watfords walk in. The Watfords go to the same restaurant. They walk to the back. Trendon never stops, never talks to anybody. But Christian and the mother, 
who Bill Armstrong have known since, you know, Trendon was two years old, stops, says hello, has a couple of laughs, good games, some hugs. An Alabama fan sees that, takes a picture, sends it to the SEC office. The SEC office sends it to LSU. Armstrong and Wade get back on campus, get called into the president's office. They explain it. LSU self-reports it to the NCAA. They self-penalize themselves by taking Wade and Armstrong off of the recruiting trail for a month. They get the nod of approval from Indianapolis, from NCAA headquarters, saying, okay, we appreciate that, job well done. They come back three years later and level a level one violation against them. I mean, look, they got Wade. That was their, that was their intent. They was wanted goal. to get Wade out of his job. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing, they were taking anything and everything that they could, putting it all together in one report, and they threw and sprinkled in a little football to intimidate the president and the athletic director to think with a lack of institutional control in the football department in there, there's no way that they can mess with the golden goose. And the reason why they got weighed at the time they did, in the manner that they did, was to lob hopefully a sign of good faith up to the NCAA to show them that they're taking the necessary steps to clean up whatever was going on, even though there's no evidence and there's nothing to point that there's anything new that's happened since Wade was accused of this way back when the FBI crawled up LSU, Wade, and everybody had all the records, had the Mm -hmm. bank accounts, had the bank, had all the the transactions. And they didn't do anything with Wade stuff. Right? There was nothing that they saw that was egregious or stood out from Wade's point of view that said, hey, y'all need to jump on this. But there were players and, and people at Auburn and Arizona and Oklahoma State and USC and Kansas where that stuff was happening to. Right? And I mean, even Bill Self, the head coach at Kansas, has transactions or documents of him sending text messages to Merle Code, who's now in jail mm-hmm. serving yes. time over this asking whether or not we were all good. I mean, it's the same thing as the strong-ass offer. That looked as guilty as that. And that come to find out, that's over a player named Zion Williamson that they offered 250000 to. If he didn't take the two hundred and fifty k to go to Kansas, how much did he make to go to Duke? You know, Amen. It's, it's just, look, man, Wade was trying to even the, even the playing field. He wanted to be in a competitive space that was cutthroat competitive, and he got to the party too early. And the old heads looked at Wade and said, this ain't going to fly. Get this guy out of here. And they were on a crusade to get Wade out of LSU. And they finally did it last Saturday. Now, again, there, 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 there is no appeal here, but there, there is an opportunity uh, to, to, to be able to negotiate. What do you think happens? I think that Wade will have his day. And I think that there's still not going to be any evidence to prove what they are alleging that happened. So, you know, I mean, at some point, Wade will be able to have the chance with his legal team to clear his name. Now, LSU, they're just crossing their fingers and praying that they don't get hit with lack of institutional control type penalties, which could be devastating for the athletic program, especially when you look at the two sports that are at the center of this controversy when you're talking about football, which as we said, is the Powerball ticket mm-hmm. and pays for sure. everybody uh, in men's basketball, which is you know one of only a handful and a few sports that actually lives in the black as far as the financial 
records are concerned. I don't know how much longer that'll happen with the product that they'll be putting on the floor the next couple of years, but they are somebody in a program that makes money. Um, but if you take those two off the books or you penalize those two to a degree where it really starts to you know, hurt you fiscally, I, you know, I don't know what the, what the plan of action could be for, 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 for LSU sports. That's why, in my opinion, they, they are, they're doing everything they can to show the NCAA you know, some good faith moves that they're, they're, they're moving on way. They've moved just about everybody that was around during Les Miles and all of the allegations mm-hmm. of the Title IX stuff. You know, pretty much everybody's out of a job on that side. You know, but I think one thing that still raises a red flag to, to, to people in power when they look at LSU is that you've moved all these coaches, you've moved all these, play, you know, these personnel positions in, 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 in the lower levels, but all of your executives are still around. And, right. and some of them are the still ones or, or that, that were there during that time. So I think it, it really shows you know, the politics that runs LSU. I think this Wade situation is a great example of the politics at LSU. Right. What other school would have kept Wade four years ago when going through the turmoil and all of the off-the-court you know, off stuff that he was going through and then come to find out it's the same state and same political system that ousted him when it looks like he, he really has a chance to make it to the finish line? Jordy, great stuff. I'm, I'm up against the clock. I got 30 yeah. seconds. Tell the folks about your great show, how folks can, can, can check it out. Thank you. You can hit us on YouTube every morning. Collada Show is the handle on social media. Just find us there, 7 to 9 a.m. We're all on digital platforms, and uh, it's a uh, uh, it's just like a uh, entertainment in the morning, uh, yep. hearing from the, the, the regular guests and the sports topics. Collada Show is the, it, the social media handle. It's an awesome show. You guys got to check it out. Thanks, Jordy. Appreciate the time, bud. All right, man. Thank you. That's uh, Jordy Collada. I'm Eric Ash. We'll be right back. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's.
Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. You like a company that really stands behind its product? Well, listen to what Diamonds Direct does. Let's say you buy a diamond today for $6,000, but later on you want to trade up to a larger diamond or maybe a different shape. Diamonds Direct will give you $6,600 towards the new diamond. That's a guaranteed 10% appreciation. Let me say it again. You paid $6,000 originally, but Diamonds Direct pays you $6,600 for that same diamond when you upgrade. 10% more for the same diamond. It's Diamonds Direct's 110% upgrade guarantee, and it applies to diamond pendants and diamond stud earrings as well. You get the extra 10% on a $3,000 diamond or a $30,000 diamond. Doesn't matter. No strings attached either. You can get the 110% trade-up value regardless of the cost of the new diamond, and you can upgrade as many times as you like. Now that's peace of mind, and that's a company that believes in its product. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Looking for some fun with family and friends on Saturday, March 19th? Come to the Noel Gold Rugby Game at the Shrine on Airline. It's not just a game, it's an experience. Live band before kickoff, food and drink for adults and kids, popcorn, cotton candy, and the kids get to meet the mascot, King Creole. Did we mention the 610 Stompers are performing at halftime? All this Saturday, March 19th at 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale now starting at just $15. Go to noahgoldrugby.com. That's NoahGoldRugby.com. All right, folks. That's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our guests, Glenn Gilbo, Gary Smith, Jordy Collada. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank our title sponsor today's program, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar. Thank you for listening. And uh, coming up next, the Life Float Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, and on TV tonight at 6 on WLA TV. Until then, my name is Eric Asher. From the dog to the governor, they all got to go. Catch the three tailgaters show with Ken Trahan.